Yeah, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Rob Bike with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. Yes, there will be foolishness today and it's not my fault, you know what I'm saying? But how y'all doing? Y'all feeling good out there? Are y'all feeling all right? Are things going well? Things are going well for you, boy. Things have taken a turn for the better for your boy. Things are really looking up for your boy. Ha! Man, I'm blessed. That's all I can say. God is good. Almost a year removed from a crazy situation, and I've, I feel like I'm bouncing bike, baby. I'm bouncing bike. New opportunities, new people, new things, new things, new things. We're going to get into quite a few things today, man. But I hope y'all doing all right. let y'all know now it's hot in South Carolina if my AC comes on y'all y'all might have to deal with it this episode I got it on 80 right now trying not to get the kick on but ooh man listen (laughs) your boy's doing good you know what I'm saying that that's that's all I'm gonna say right now your boy's doing good I hope y'all are doing well things are looking up and I just need to get into these headlines uh I really only got two headlines for you. The first is in regard to the brawl in Alabama. Let me go ahead and um, let y'all go over to... This is NBC News. Goodness gracious. Two of the three people facing charges in a viral brawl on a pier in Montgomery, Alabama, have yet to turn themselves in. The city's police chief announced assault charges against all three of them on Tuesday, saying they expect to bring more charges, too. You've probably seen this viral video we're showing. It all started with a dispute between a group of private boaters and a riverboat co-captain over a parking spot at that dock. NBC's Lindsay Reiser joins us now. Lindsay, do we know why these two men have not turned themselves in yet? And, and what What else are police saying about the investigation? Kate, simply, we don't at this point. NBC News has tried reaching all of the men involved and have been unsuccessful so far in our attempts. But we know that the mayor of Montgomery told MSNBC today he hopes they do so by the end of the day today. We know Richard Roberts is in custody. He faces two counts for assault. Alan Todd and Zachary Shipman, neither are in custody yet. Each of them will face a charge. But mayor also says more charges are possible as they continue to investigate. Witnesses are telling NBC News that they heard the captain of the riverboat asked the pontoon owners over the PA system to move for 45 minutes. They say this was entirely preventable and the men had an ample opportunity to move. As we see here in this video, it appears the brawl was divided among racial lines. The police chief has said that they racial slurs, they have reports of racial slurs being used here at the scene. They say they're investigating, but they also say right now the evidence they have doesn't meet the FBI standard for a hate crime. But this is what else the mayor told M- MSNBC. It's certainly, you know, disappointing, I think, from everyone's view, 
uh, to see uh, someone who's just doing their job get attacked for doing their job. And I think the next few days of our investigation will tell us if there was more to it than what we just saw in the video. He said that this was an isolated incident, Kate, and the aggressors, he says, were bad actors not from the area. Yeah. Yeah. Can't make this up, man. Yo, privilege, (laughs) white privilege, alcohol, entitlement, whatever you want to call it. Bruh, 45 minutes. You got someone talking to you on a PA system for 45 minutes asking you to move and you don't move and then you get mad and fight them because you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Oh, I hope they get all the fines and charges in the world. So those of you who have not seen or heard, it was a black man who was the one on the PA system that was driving the boat telling the people that they needed to move. They didn't move and it was like two or three white dudes attacked this one black man and from what I've seen and read, his co-workers jumped in who were also black and some other black people just jumped in. So it was a bunch of black people and white people fighting. But as you heard there from the news report and from the witnesses, it was because the white people with their pontoon or boat or whatever did not want to move. And we're told for 45 minutes to do so. <sighs> Can't make this shit up, bro. I'll tell you. All right. Uh, the next one is actually trigger warning upsetting and it pisses me off so uh, once again so fulton county jail so to help jersey mike's tell no 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 about- no sorry about that so fulton county jail and if that sounds familiar this is the same jail well the same area where a prisoner was eaten by bed bugs and colin kaepernick jumped in and had a independent autopsy done and they found that there was wrongdoing and things of that nature, and the family got a settlement. Well, another Fulton County jail is on the news for all the wrong reasons, and this is... It's upsetting, man. It's upsetting. Uh, This is 11 Alive News with this report. Morning in Fulton County, a 19-year-old woman has died after being in the Fulton County Jail for three months. Now her family says they will hold a news conference tomorrow morning. This is a picture of Noni Batiste Caselco. Her family says she turned 19 just days before she died back on July 11th. They say she was held for three months without bail on a misdemeanor charge. Right now, the U.S. Department of Justice is investigating the jail for conditions inside the facility. This comes after the family of LaShawn Thompson says he was eaten alive there by bed bugs. We did reach out to the Fulton County Jail. They tell us they're still investigating what happened and Batiste Kosoko's exact cause of death. Bruh, what, what, like... So, for those of you, especially if you are a... She's, she's black, by the way. For those of you, if you are a uh, white listener or you not black, when we when we march and we protest and we say Black Lives Matter and we talk about the plight of black people, these are the types of stories that we're talking about. Um, I read somewhere and I don't know if it's been concluded, but her cellmate said that she said she was hearing voices in her head and was banging her head against the wall and nobody did anything about it. And this is another reason why mental health is so, 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 so very important and just needs to be injected into a lot of these systems when it comes to certain police calls and arrests. 
when it comes to people getting arrested and having to serve time and things of that nature. Hell, like I said on the previous podcast, you know, anytime you're arrested for a certain type of crime, I think anytime you're arrested, you should have a, a mental health evaluation. Like, we need to really start assessing what's going on with people. But this is just neglect. There's another Fulton County. So, as you heard, <laughs> you just... <sighs> I hate to see it, man. And, I, and I'm sorry that the headlines are downers, y'all. But this is what it is, man. Those are your headlines. Whoo, man, listen. Listen, y'all. Is you jumping in the fight? I want to talk about this brawl in Alabama. If you see your coworker, I guess it, I guess it, 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 uh, the fact that they were being jumped by white people makes a huge difference from the optics of it, right? But if you are at work and you see your coworker getting jumped, are you jumping in? Yes or no? Black co-worker getting jumped by white people. Heck, if you're white and your white co-worker is getting jumped by three black people, are you jumping in? Are you jumping in the fight? Because my goodness, um, the most popular meme that's going around is of the person with the chair whacking someone in the head. Uh, they didn't put their back into it because if you do it WWE style, you know, they'd be laid out. But I assume uh, lawn chairs and not lawn chairs, but those those church banquet chairs them joints about to be on fire when it comes to sales. People making t-shirts, earrings, people cracking jokes about it. Um, but I just want to know, are you jumping in? Are you jumping in? Would I jump in? More than likely, yeah. Yeah, even if I don't like you, I can't watch you get jumped by three people. That's just not cool. So, you know, especially if it looks racial. Nah, I can't let it go down like that. Because even if you try to break it up, which some point, someone did was trying to break it up in the very beginning, and they got punched and pushed to the side, too. And it was a white person, interestingly enough. Yeah, but would you jump in? That's all I want to know. What are the rules for fights, man? Like, is it like, yo, we fighting? I'm typically a de-escalator. But sometimes, you know what I'm saying, once the situation is already out of hand, you're either going to stand by... Or you know you're going to have to scrap because there's just a point of no return sometimes when it comes to that. That's all I want to know from y'all, man. And how y'all feel about that, man? Make sure y'all put that in the comments. Like, I, That's wild, man. But I am glad that there were witnesses and that, you know, pretty much the truth for the most part is out there about what happened. I mean, you know, again, you were told for 45 minutes you need to move. You didn't move and then you got mad and attacked the guy. He going to sue the shiitake mushrooms out of them. Oh boy, when they when they catch them other two dudes, it's a wrap. It is a wrap, yo. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time, man. But um, on a more serious note, I do wish this is me being devil's advocate. I do wish some of the energy that we put into these memes and these jokes would go towards more serious stuff, like the young lady who passed away, you know, in prison. Um, I wish some of that same energy and outcry and what's going on would happen with that because I saw a lot of stuff about this Alabama brawl, which I mean that looks racially charged as well. So that definitely, I'm glad that that energy is out there. But I saw more jokes versus, you know, hey, what's going on with this? Why is this happening? Type deal. And I wish I wish we would get more serious or people would get 
a bit more serious. Like the jokes is always gonna come. That's just a part of the. That's the nature of the beast. It's gonna come. You know what I'm saying? But I wish more of the advocacy part was there, and especially for situations like again the young lady who passed away in the Fulton County Jail. Like I think I saw literally one post about it. Nothing else. Nobody reposting. Nobody sharing to their story. And I'm just like, ugh. Like the foolishness gets all the attention. You know, again, this situation was foolish. Even, even though it definitely appears, and I think it was racially charged, it got the attention for that as well. But people are really focusing on the jokes and the fact that, you know, this person had a chair and was hitting somebody in the head versus, hey, this is racially charged. So I just would like to see more of that energy and advocacy for our people, man. And again, that's sad, man. You know, 19 years old and her life is over in a facility where, you know, taxpayers are paying for this and this is what people are getting on the back end. You're losing loved ones. There's two people now that we know of. And the way that they pass away, I mean, it says that, you know, they say they don't know what, what caused their death. And again, as I do on this show, I'm going to follow up. But yeah, I, I wish, I wish that energy was just there, man. But yo, so real quick, man, I'm, this is not going to be a long episode. I want to talk about you. Do you accept who you are today? Do you accept who you are today? You know, in this thing called life, we always grow, we always evolve, we always change. Things happen that change us. And sometimes we just look in the mirror and decide that there's a need for a change, man. And who you are today is a different person than you were, you know, quite some time ago. And the question I have for you is, do you accept who you are today? And when I mean that, what I mean by that is, do you accept who you who you are today and what comes along with that? You know, some people don't accept you. Some situations aren't for you. Some habits aren't for you. Some things are, quote unquote, beneath you now, possibly. Your mentality has changed. Your outlook on life has changed. Some of your philosoph- personal philosophies may have changed. A lot may have changed. But look in the mirror, you know, and I'm assuming you've changed for the better. Even if you change for the worse. Looking at when's the last time you looked in the mirror and said, This is who I am now. This is I accept this. I accept all that comes with a good, bad, ugly, and different. When's the last time you did that? I think that's very important. Um, because one, you need to always do these self-checks, right? And two, it's important to acknowledge your growth and pay attention to what's going on around you after you grow because Sometimes we're so into life and into taking care of things that we forget or don't even realize that we've grown and we've changed and things are better and we're not taking advantage of the things that are now better. I'll give you a prime example. Shout out to my boy Carl Van, owner and founder of Pass the Peas app. If you have not downloaded Pass the Peas app, the family keepsake app where you can create and share recipes and create collaborative cookbooks with your family members download that right now it's in the description download past the peas app on android and on apple but my boy carl van one of my best friends love him to death you know when i look at who i was when he and i started to get close ooh, that was 20 15 16 ish uh we hooked up and i was like yo you know i was doing real estate he does photography and he was taking pictures of the properties. And back then, he was tossing around ideas. Um, he had the Greek emoji app. Shout out to my Divine Nine family out there. He had Greek emojis. That might be coming back, y'all. Um, and, you know, we tossed around. He tossed around ideas. I gave him some feedback, you know, and I was downloading the app and testing some things with him, right? 
And back then he was doing his thing. I was doing my thing. And who I was back then, had he asked me to, hey, come on board and help him with that, I probably would have said no. Or if I would have said yes, I would have dropped the ball very quickly. Why? Because back then my mentality was I got to get it. I got these things, these things going on. It's on me. I can only depend on myself. I only trust myself. That's where I was mentally. It had nothing to do with him. It was past experiences. And it was just a mentality that I inherited from others and from what I saw, especially within a black community. I don't know why we feel like we got to do everything ourselves and being able to say self-made is so important when we know good and well with the right team, everything is easier. Look at Fortune 500 companies. None of them are made up of one person. There are literally thousands and thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of people making up these organizations that keep them running, right? But that's just who I was and where I was. You fast forward today, community manager for Pass the Peas app, actively working because I came to the realization of a couple things. One, you can't do it all. You know what I'm saying? Jack of all trades, master of none is very true. I was burning myself out. And if I was doing everything on my own, it was to the bare minimum. So that's going to drive me to my next point in a second. But my mentality changed. I said, you know, I've worked with people in the past. It didn't work. But why didn't it work? Then I had to look at who I was working with and why I chose to work with them. And I was assessing them incorrectly. I was like, oh, this is my friend. We laugh. We joke. We have fun. Sure, we can work together. Not always true. You can have a friendship with someone and have a terrible working relationship with that person. And vice versa. You can have a great working relationship with someone, but have a terrible personal relationship with someone. So you have to look at what it is you need from that person. But also, if you're going to take on a friend, like Carl Van gave me the opportunity to do it past the Peas app, I had to make sure that I was going to do right by him. Because whether you want it to or not, it's going to impact the friendship. If some of you, if you commit to a friend to do something and you don't hold up your end of the bargain, they're going to remember that. And it's going to sting a little bit more because it's like, dang, you my friend. You know me. Like, you know what I'm saying? How could you let me down? So I had to make sure this was something I made room for and that I was going to see through. And so I am. Which brings me to the next point. One, that's who I am today, realizing that I needed to pivot the difference between pivoting and quitting is the next topic. Do you know the difference between pivoting and quitting? Pivoting and quitting, right? So again, use myself as an example. Man, I used to DJ. I was a travel agent. Uh, what else have I done? I've always had a part-time job. I was a realtor. Like I've always had two or three things going, right? And you know, with DJing, love DJing. It was fun, but I realized it wasn't for me. And so the difference between pivoting and quitting, for me, when you quit something, it's over, it's done, it's in the trash, and it's not replaced. You're not taking anything you learn or, how, or the things that you benefited from, from that activity or business, and transferring it over to something else. And so what I did was, when I stopped DJing, I pivoted. I took some of that energy energy and lessons of networking and contract negotiation, which I learned from real estate, poured it back into real estate. And then I started doing more independent contracting work because I kind of learned that from DJing. So I'm like, all right, I'm still doing the same thing, but I'm just not doing it with music. I'm offering benefits and services, podcast consulting or tutoring or, you know, whatever I was doing at the time. And now though I still have my DJ equipment. Now, what I did was I took my skills and my learning and I said, you know what? I got my podcast, 
podcast masterclass still coming. And I said, you know what? I need to collaborate. Back to my earlier point. I need to collaborate. Can't do it all on my own. Don't need to do it all on my own. Was going to start a vending machine business. Set it up. Wasn't expensive. Set it up. But I stopped myself and I said, I can come back to this later. I want to. I need to start collaborating now. And again, that's where the opportunity with my boy Carl came in. But I'd already pivoted. I took that energy and I said, where are you going to put this energy next? We're not stopping and just saying, all right, I'm just going to get a job and work and that's it. We pivoted. We moved. We took that that experience and we're moving into another arena. And now I moved into a partnership and a great opportunity. And I said, this is what we're going to do now. Instead of Rob having two or three side hustles, Rob going to have his job, his main thing on the side, which is my podcast, and a collaboration. So I pivoted once again. And now here I am today, community manager for Pass the Peace app, which is a beautiful thing because one, that isolation, it gets lonely, man. And you feel like there aren't other people who understand the growing pains and the, the ups and the downs and the, the failures, success. I just said the same thing. I know it's different. But when you collaborate, oh, man, it's so beautiful just to throw spaghetti on the wall because somebody will see something you didn't see. Or someone to give you an idea you didn't even think of because two heads are better than one. Three heads are better than two. Four better than three. So on and so forth. It's so helpful and you gain so much. I have learned so much from my boy Carl, man. Y'all have no idea. That's the other thing. You get to see the you get to see how other people operate and think when it comes to business. And we supplement and complement each other extremely well, I've noticed. Like things where I'm weak, he's strong. Things where I'm strong, you know, he may not be as good at. And we just compliment one another. And we both know how to say, you know what? <laughs> Neither one of us are good at this. Let's outsource this and find someone for this and that. And things have been growing and going great, man. And I appreciate it. And I'm just thankful that I was able to stop and recognize who Robert Wilson Jr. is today. Today. And say, hey, this is who I am now. Because I still people I've had I still have people reach out to me about real estate. I still have people reach out to me about DJing. I still have people saying, "Man, you don't do this no more. You don't do that no more." I'm like, "Nah, man, that's that's not who I am anymore. I've refocused my energy." You ever had that happen? Someone asks you, "Hey, you don't do such and such no more, or you don't you don't hang out with such and such no more, or you don't you still don't do this?" Nah, man, I don't do that no more. That's a key sign that you've grown. And what I want to challenge you to do is. Dang, you're right. I don't do that anymore. What did you replace it with? What changed? What's different about you? What's different about your situation? That's what I want you to think about. Do you have a family now? Did you quit? Did you pivot? What's that new thing? If there is a new thing or, and there's nothing wrong with this at all, maybe you just decided to slow down. Maybe you just decided to slow down. It was becoming too much. That's a real thing. And there's nothing wrong with it. This is your life. This is your path, man. But I just want to encourage y'all to accept who you are today. Understand and know the difference between quitting and pivoting. And it is okay to do it. But the the up the thing that's of the utmost important is to accept who you are today. You. It's about you. Your friends, family, and all that. That may shift and change. Your relationships may grow and diminish. But you got to be good with you. It's not about being a people pleaser to other people because at the end of the day, when you pull into that driveway, you walking into that house that you pay the bills for and take care of. And you got to look yourself in the mirror every day. 
You got to deal with you 24-7. All right? Let me highlight my brothers. My brothers, well, one, let me interrupt this. I just see on the Shade Room on Instagram, at least six people have passed away and several are missing following catastrophic, can't read today, wildfires in Maui. Jeez. Boy, the world, I tell you. <sighs> Sorry about that. My brothers, strong brothers, intelligent brothers, handsome brothers, dapper debonair brothers, uh, resourceful Brothers, entrepreneurial brothers, career brothers, white collar brothers, blue collar brothers, family men, single men, all of that. What's up, y'all, man? So, you know, this episode I talked about accepting who you are today. And part of that is, you know, growing within and growing out of your circles. I'm going to say that again. Part of that is growing within your current circle and part of that is growing outside of it. The people I used to deal with heavily and talk to on a daily basis have shifted over the years. And it's nothing personal. It's just my mindset shifted, who I am shifted. And so I needed different type of relate different types of relationships so that I could continue to feed who I am now, not who I was. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get tired of having the same old conversation over and over and over again. There's no growth. Or when you do grow, you find that people want to keep you where you were. That, that comfort zone. They were comfortable when you were doing less. They were comfortable when they felt like you were quote unquote on their level. But now that you've leveled up and it doesn't mean you're better or worse than anybody, you've just changed. Maybe you got a promotion. Maybe you got a new car. Maybe you moved. Maybe that thing you saved up for, you finally got it. And people see that and think you brand new or acting brand new. Guess what? I am. And acting brand new is not a bad thing. If I shifted and I changed and I'm getting better, won't you come up there with me? If you're content with staying where you are, cool, but don't knock me for wanting to move up and change. And that's what I want to say, man. Really think about your friendships and your friend circle, man, and don't knock your homies for changing and growing. Don't knock them for that, man. Hold it down. Continue to encourage them. Now, they're acting funky or funny. Have a conversation. And let's be 1,000. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep it a buck with y'all. If I'm the homie that's drinking, smoking, possibly treating women a certain way, or even if I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just not ambitious like that. Maybe I just got my job. I come home to my apartment, might knock back a brew, might just watch TV, don't go out much, or maybe I do go out, but that's just it. My life is plain. I'm doing the same old, same old. Not saying that there's anything wrong with that person, but if you got a friend who's the opposite, who's growing, who's ambitious, going to get another degree, um, always getting job promotions, trying to hustle, get his thing up, you know what I'm saying? Don't knock him. Don't hate on him. Just because you might see that and be like, dang, you know, they're trying to leave me behind or they think they better than me now. It's not about that. Y'all are two different people. We are still individuals at the end of the day. 
And we all have our own hopes, dreams, and goals and our own levels of ambition. And sometimes we're going to be in the same page. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes we're going to run in the same circles. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes it's going to be like, yo, we buddy, buddy. We talk every day. Sometimes we may not. It doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean... You know, you should be offended by my success and it doesn't mean I need, I hate you or I should be offended by your lack of success or vice versa. It's just growth and change and it's a part of life, man, and it happens. And that's all I got for y'all today, man. I hope y'all are good out there. I hope y'all are being safe. The world is wilding right now. It's hot. Ooh, boy, August is hot, man. School about to start. Y'all got them school clothes for them kids? <laughs> Hope you got the school clothes for the kids, man. I love y'all, man. This is my therapy. It feels great. FMEpodcast.com is back up. FMEpodcast.com is back up. The rebrand is in full effect, and we got some more things coming for y'all, man. And I just want to thank y'all for the continued love and support. I really, really, really appreciate it, man. Don't forget, still got the new segment from my exp- sharing the experience. So if you got a story you want to tell or something like that, email us, rob at fmepodcast.com or admin at fmepodcast.com. That is also in the description. And until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. Catch you next time. Peace. Peace.